Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning to you, Jim. It's 7 11 and a half here on this Sunday morning. I know. We keep reminding people, you did. I heard you yesterday say it several times. Daylight saving time began today at 2 a.m. Yep. Yep, so it's 11, almost 12 minutes after after 7. Wow. Say, um, I just I went outside at 7 o'clock, as I normally do Sunday morning, to just check on the temperature and look at it, look, uh, and see what the weather's like. And uh, it, it was quite dark. In fact, as a matter of fact, they use, had to use a flashlight to read the thermometer. Oh, I believe that, yeah. Yeah, so... But um, already an American robin was calling in our yard. <laughs> and then off in a distance, I heard a, um, a great horned owl hooting. So we've got 31 degrees, overcast, not, not much wind here in the northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis, and a very light coating of new snow, probably a little bit less than a tenth of an inch. but. Uh, it looks, you know, it's fresh anyway. Kind of cleaned it up a little, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I listened to that ad, and I just keep thinking about about Norway and Iceland. Uh, the trip is September 9th to the 19th, coming up, um, well, early fall. And uh, if if you've ever considered a trip to Norway and, and Iceland, this trip may be for you. But for more information, check their website, Defined Destinations, it's D-E-F-I-N-E-D, destinations.com, or call 651-398-9358. Michael Kenny, and you've traveled with him many times, oh, yes. Defined Destinations, he puts a lot into the planning of these trips and does such a nice job. He so knows his I stuff, know for it. sure. He knows oh, his yes. stuff. Sounds like Say, a great trip. Oh, yes. Say, the sunrise time is actually 7.33, and sunset, this is so much fun now with Denny, we can say 7.14. All right. Sunset this, this early evening. So that, that means that today in the Twin Cities area, we have 11 hours, 41 minutes of daylight. <clears throat> we have gained three minutes and a few seconds of daylight each day this week for a total of 22 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. So as of today, two hours and 54 minutes is the total daylight gain since December 21st, the winter solstice. The normal high for today, 39, normal low, 22. Records for today, March 11th in the Twin Cities, high 66. That was said in 2012 and again in 2016. But the record low was set 70 years ago to minus 27 for this date. Set in 1948, minus 27, record low. The most snow in recorded history that's fallen on the Twin Cities in this date 
8.2 inches 56 years ago, 1962. We have a waning crescent moon that rose this morning at 4.12. I was sleeping. Denny was already in the studio. <laughs> no. But, but um, I don't, it, you know, it's, it's totally overcast here, so I don't at least anybody right around here, but somebody in CCO land, I'm sure so, is seeing that waning crescent moon uh, in the east. It sets um, this afternoon at 1.39. Our next full moon is March 31st. And the interesting thing about that, it's our second full moon this month, so then this one will be called the blue moon. That's March 31st. Our first full moon was March 1st. Well, here's an event that happened 140 years ago today, March 11th, 1878. After the warmest winter on record, the ice was out of Lake Minnetonka on that date, March 11th, 1878. And um, the interesting thing about that is that this record has not been broken in 140 years. We came close. Uh, in 2016, the ice out day for Lake Minnetonka was March 17th. And last year, it was March 27th. But the average for Lake Minnetonka ice out is about April 14th. And it's in interesting also, the record for Lake Minnetonka go back we, as far back as 18. 55. Another interesting one, March 11th, 2003, that's 15 years ago, more than 90% of Lake Superior was ice covered. Those of you who have had a chance to drive along Lake Superior this winter or other winters notice that it's very unusual to see a lot of ice on, on Lake Superior. Yeah, but we see these beautiful ice formations on the rocks from the from the wave spray and so on. Boy, there's been a lot of spring activity. Some people say, well, I don't notice much about it. You know, it feels like winter to me. But when you really get out and look at it, I'll just give you an example. The sunlight is powerful now. We can notice snow melting in streets and our rooftops, even when the air temperature is below freezing. I've noticed that a lot in the last week. Spring and American robins travel north together. I have so many reports of robins, I can just do a few. But, the, but many, many reports came in this week. Uh, Carol Polia, I hope I'm saying it right, Carol Polia from Norbert Young America saw her first migratory American robins 2 p.m., about 2 p.m. this past Friday, March 9th. The two of them were very flighty, and they were eating hackberry fruit from a large tree in Carol's yard. Russ Ripberger from Brooklyn Park reports two male American robins arrived at his raisin field. He actually puts out raisins. Now, these robins had to have been here last year because they knew exactly where to go. They were chirping, and they were hopping about, and they were all hyped up, as, as Russ said, and they were happy to get those those raisins. That was just uh, yesterday. A week ago, today, American robins appeared in numbers in La Caparo, 
County and also Yellow Medicine. So way out in western Minnesota, they're seeing a lot of robins. Yesterday, Beth Tiller from Farmington was in Frontenac State Park, south of her. She saw about a dozen American robins, and she said they were skittish. So here's how we tell the, the, the migratory robins from the ones that have been here all winter. The, the ones that come now have dark-colored heads, so they're all males, and we see them in small flocks usually, and uh, they're very flighty and quite noisy. Also, Beth Tiller saw six eastern bluebirds uh, on the, in the south end of Frontenac State Park, and they were also very skittish. Flocks of male red-winged blackbirds have also been seen arriving, and some heard singing. Uh, we hear their trilled songs coming from wetlands, wetland territories. It's wonderful sound. I've been hearing it now in our area um, for, well, since a week ago Saturday. So we have red-winged blackbirds in our yard. They came back March 3rd. Ray and Marlene Simon from Northfield report the first year male red-winged blackbirds arrived in their yard um, on, I, let's see, let's see. Oh, I know, it was last Sunday, okay. But by Tuesday the 6th, over a dozen red wings were coming and eating at their feeding station. Last Monday, uh, when seven inches of snowfall arrived at the Simons yard in Northfield, they had the first kill there. And, and they also, this past week, first fox sparrows arrived. It's time to get the wood duck and eastern bluebird nesting boxes up. You mentioned it uh, when you were talking, Danny, just uh, as we started this program here. Russ and Sandy Ripberger live on the edge of Bass Creek and Brooklyn Park, and they have 45 wood duck nesting boxes on a half-acre lot. I had to see that. Sandy and I got to go there last year and see this. Each year, more than 90% of their 45 boxes are occupied by wood ducks. Last year, the first wood duck pair arrived March 6th. The average over many years is March 12th. That would be equivalent to tomorrow. Russ reported that the first of the year wood ducks um, will probably be back by the end of this week. And in preparation for that, he's got all the wood duck houses cleaned out, and he's put in pine chips in the, the floor of, of each wood duck house, and it's four inches thick. Diane and Dave Hearing live near Watertown. I, I'm, not, I'm not Waterville, I'm sorry, Waterville, down not far from Mankato. Uh, told me that a pair of sandhill cranes has returned to their farm. They love the sound. It's so special. Diana told me uh, to tell our listeners if they wanted to hear the haunting sound of the sandhill cranes, check out the, 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 it's called Crane Trust. And it's this crane center at Platte River, uh, right near Wood River, Nebraska. But uh, if you just Google Crane Trust, you can get to the heart of their website where you can hear and see this wonderful migration of, of, of sandhill cranes. A good share of them are still in Nebraska, although they've been seen throughout many parts of, of CCO land just in the last few days. 
I need about a minute to get organized. Why don't we talk about by the yard? I think that's a great I idea. Find the right note. You 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 keep looking, <laughs> and I'll, and we'll we'll talk about that great furniture. Jim is talking about this uh, CCO Land Company, still family run, down near Jordan, Minnesota. This furniture looks as good as the day you bought it years and years later. Jim and I both have had at our respective homes this front for years. I think we've had ours maybe 15 years, maybe even more. Looks as good today as it did back then. Maintenance-free outdoor furniture, I think at least one of the reasons. It's made out of recycled plastic milk jugs, very substantial furniture. But what they do at By the Air, they have what they call a recipe of this recycled plastic with the strongest UV inhibitors. That furniture, as I said, looks good decades from now as the day you bought it. And I mean, they've got planters. You know, we talk a lot about gardening here on CCO. Planters they make as well. They remain sturdy. They don't rot or crack. It's great stuff. That furniture has a 35-year warranty. Think about that. Visit ByTheYard.net. You can see hundreds of styles. Jim and I always remind you, if you have time, and it's a quick drive down 169, uh, only about 15 minutes from 494, to their showroom. Beautiful showroom. Lots of great ideas there. And, uh, and, and they said they're, they're, they're great folks, some of my dearest friends. And 877-220-0448. That's their toll-free number. A lot of folks call after Jim's show and request that catalog. Just a recording, no, so just leave no. your address. Yeah, 877-220-0448. Get that free catalog. Get to the showroom or just check them out on the web at buytheyard.net. We love it, don't we, Jim? Good furniture. Oh, it is wonderful stuff. You know, I'm, I just... I can see ours now. It's dark. Well, it's getting light enough, so I can see the by the yard furniture is still there. It yes. didn't blow away in the wind. Ours is still a little bit buried in snow. I did not shovel the deck, yeah. but that's okay. And I, I, I did. I put a ruler on on the top of ours with, with all that snow last weekend. Uh, so I said, "Yep, yeah, I'm using this as a snow gauge." It's just great furniture and a great yeah. company too. Yeah. What else do you have, Jim? Well, um, I talked to Don Summers uh, last night from Summerskog and Sugarbush in Minnetrista. They have not made maple syrup yet. Last year at this time, they had already made 168 gallons of maple syrup. <laughs> and they, they do this because they've got 1,000 trees tapped, and they had already collected over 1,600 gallons of sap. And he said, he's thinking when you look at the weather forecast, there should be some good runs starting March 15th. So that would be like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, coming up. So he's looking for some good runs. Uh, Mary Brislance uh, from Lutzen reports that uh, she and some friends took a, a trip along the Gunflint Trail, saw seven bald eagles in one area, just out of Grand Marie on the Gunflint Trail, uh, saw a gray jay up there. So the gray jays, are, of course, they're all year, all year round. Her son, John, saw red-winged blackbirds in Maple Grove yesterday. But she said that coming to their feeding station, uh, common red poles are still coming. And there was a moose report from the Gunflint Trail area. And uh, the, for once, the report was good as far as numbers and the health of these wonderful animals. Do you have time for a little more? You bet we do. Well, driving between Gary, South Dakota, and Hutchinson, Minnesota, last Sunday, uh, John, um, oh, Frank, 
yeah, it's Frank, John Frank, counted 44 bald eagles, 11 red-tailed hawks, 9 American kestrels. Now, these are all migrants, 38 Canada geese in flight, and 100 Canada geese approximately in a cluster um, on the Minnesota River in Montevideo. Sandhill cranes have been seen by many people. Uh, people of St. Louis Park have, have reported, so they come right over the Twin Cities area. Um, the first of year, meadowlarks have been seen by many people. Uh, Elizabeth Howard and um, reports from Journey North. By March 2nd and 3rd, there were substantial sightings of hundreds of monarch butterflies flying north of their winter sanctuaries. So what it means is right now, millions of monarch butterflies are en route to the, to the northern part of Mexico, and within a few days will be passing over into the southern part of Texas. And, and of course, after that, they'll keep going, keep going north. The winter population of the monarch butterflies is down about 15% from last year and uh, 60% below uh, averages. So this year, they estimate the total monarch population in the wintering sites in the state of Michoacan uh, near San Juan Nuevo uh, to be uh, about 124 million, and that the average is about 30 million. Wow. So, That's an amazing not, sight. Yeah, isn't that something? Oh. Wow. Yeah. Say, so, Jim, we, uh, we had a text from somebody who probably is, is a next-door neighbor. So says here, uh, I live on Lake Waconia, and this past Monday, 3 a.m., it was either two wolves or two coyotes were walking across my ice skating rink. My dog was going crazy, didn't know we had those animals in Waconia. We do. We've got coyotes. I heard them yelping. <laughs> so they're, they're out there. Yeah. Um, on a, on a sad note, uh, Oscar Johnson, I used to use his reports on here so many times. He passed away on March 2nd, and Sandy and I went to the memorial service the other day. It was a wonderful service uh, for a man who had been a teacher for 35 years and, and was quite a birder, a member of MOU, that's Minnesota Ornithologist Union, kept all kinds of records for the Audubon chapter of Minneapolis, and plus shared all kinds of reports. I used to call him Master Birder Oscar Johnson. Wonderful, wonderful man. And just, I should say, also, so many people now are seeing migrants. Don't give up. The migrants are around. Get outside, listen in your neighborhood, and they'll be coming over. All right. And, hear them. and a reminder, Jim, to our listeners, I'll be sending you more emails that you received this past week. So look for those oh. in the mail, too. Yes, I will. All right. I wish I could respond to all of them. I can't. There's so it's many. So impossible. many. Well, how about uh, come back next week? You have a good week. Thank you, you too. Jim Gilbert back next Sunday morning with more Nature Notes here on 830 WCCO. The weather coming up, I can tell you, it's 730. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.